Uh, give me a second, I'm just going to move to the front room because apparently my dad can hear me. Uh, they sang a song on for an intermission. Sing me the song and I'll sing it like I mean it. <laughs> on demand. <laughs> give me the words and I'll say them like I mean them. Like most people. Because you got my heart in a headlock. You stopped my blood and made my head soft, and God knows you've got me sewn. Na 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 na. People don't say, "All right, I'll sing a song." They'd go, "Fuck off." I ain't no. I'm Luke Summerhays. I am James. J. Miles. I'm Andrew Rice. I'm James the Dutch Monster. And you're listening to Monster Mash. In this week's episode, we're hunting the Kishala Daura. Ooh. It's difficult to even get close to one of these metallic dragons, but some claim better odds if the creature is weakened with poison, or has another hunter on his back, limiting the amount of wind pressure it can muster. Right. <laughs> I've got, I haven't, I've got an immediate problem with that description, because it starts off with like, oh, it's mysterious and it's difficult to get close to it. But here are some very specific facts and tactics about this monster. Is that the description from, from generations? It must be. What are the descriptions for it like in like older games? The Monster Hunter Two ones were like way more um, gentle. <laughs> no, that's not the word. Gentle. You're on about. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I've had half a beer. <laughs> oh, we've got up another caller! <laughs> the Monster Hunter 2 You can plot Luke's beer! <laughs> the Monster Hunter 2 one says, A metal-plated dragon known as the Tempest of Wind. Eyewitnesses report violent storms alongside the dragon, and its wide range means towns may be attacked. Barrett. See, that's much cooler. That's, that's flavour But is it weak to yeah. poison? That's I don't know just... if it's weak to poison! To be fair, that's... clearly I've not been reading the descriptions because the tonight's hunt was the first time I knew that was something that it was weak to. Mm. But yeah, they've well. they've gone from like, oh, this is some mysterious flavor text for this cool elder dragon to fucking a small guide. And it's, it's the way. I guess, well, I guess they're kind of the goal like that because it, it fits in. Like he's been in the game a few times, if, if, a few a few times now, so like everybody kind of knows what it is. So I suppose. It's better just to kind of detail what he does and maybe what he's weak to. I mean, Generations is explicitly like a more just hunts rather than story sort of game. Mm-hmm. So, Gushala Deora, this is the first, I think, like just real standard dragon that we've done, isn't it? Uh, I suppose if you're talking about the dragon. Like, because Shagarim Gala and the Karkos are officially Elder Dragons. Yeah. But, like, Kushala Diora looks like a medieval painting of a dragon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much so. It reminds me of, um... What's that Yu-Gi-Oh card? <laughs> Do you know what I'm... Blue Eyes Fantastic. White Dragon. That's the one, Blue Eyes White Dragon, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's... It reminded me of that for some reason. But he is, uh, yeah, again, also not a wyvern. Mm. But then he, also, like, he walks on four legs and he has his head, like, quite up. Like the Welsh flag or something. Except when he runs, runs directly at you. Excuse the bejesus out of you. we didn't realise that happened until today. <laughs> That's why I'm mentioning it. Was there an Elder Dragon in Monster Hunter 1? Yeah, you had Fatalis. White Fatalis and Black Fatalis. Cool. Just because I thought this guy would maybe have been the first like, proper Elder Dragon. 
takes that theory away because he was in two, right? They do give him like a pretty big place in Four Ultimate, don't they? Yeah, he's the dragon that attacks um, Dandorma. Yeah, he's like the one-eyed Kushala or something like that. Yeah. No, it's the rusted Kushala. Is that one rusted? Which is. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty sure they call it like one-eyed as well because he's he's already like the master character. Yeah, yeah it has got there, a scar. Yeah, because it's got a scar on one eye and then the master's got a scar on the other eye where they've had a mm-hmm. classic fight. But, um, so the Kushada is a pretty cool idea, like a dragon with metal skin. Mm. And then yeah, the, I idea, the, the, the idea of a wind-powered dragon is pretty cool. I don't understand why he's both. <laughs> why not? If you can, why not? Like, they just, they don't, I don't see how metal and wind connect. Fans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's got you there. Thanks. Nailed it. Just imagine the little metal fans on the side of a fucking Kashala putting out all those wind blasts. Basically, a little drone. Um, I don't know. I think the the idea that the the elder dragons are like forces of nature. You know, like they're they're there to be just wreck ecosystems, and the idea of having a dra- one that is essentially a walking tempest. I guess maybe the idea is he's he's metal, which is why he's heavy enough that he's not affected by his own winds. I like that. Yeah, that that'll do me. That's that's the reason. Yeah, but I think overall the thing with Shadowdara is it's very cool from a design standpoint. It's just not very fun to fight. No, no. You, that's like, I think he's the one that you really do need to have the appropriate armor skills like to fight mm. him. So it's like so the fight itself isn't as, isn't that that painful. I'd also imagine he's really fucking irritating to fight on your own. Oh god, I can only imagine just getting knocked over all the time. And that, that goes double for like when you use an insect glaive as well, because mm. he's in the air a lot, and it's just it's hard. Like and he, the red buff is on his head, like with most monsters, but he's flying a lot, so he's tough to like get. Yeah, I had more trouble when I was doing aerial style in Gen, but I think um, since I switched, he has been easier. So. But when there's four of us and we're like taking it in turns to knock him down and we're getting poison on him so we can't mm-hmm. use as many of his attacks and stuff like that, he's pretty manageable. I wonder why poison restricts his like wind out out outflow. Gets weak, can't flap his wings, isn't it? <laughs> All right, Andy. Thanks, Andy. <laughs> I think it has just like a weakness thing because it does the same like when you poison like Tigrex, he just Tigrex slows down mm. a lot more when he's poisoned. I suppose if your whole body's getting racked by like poison, you're gonna be a bit won't be up to your your A game. Exactly, be a bit groggy, like Luke and his beer. <laughs> of course, poison. So actually, talking about the Kishadora's like body breaking down, there's a pretty cool detail about him from the um, Monster Hunter Illustrations book. Oh yeah. Apparently, the primary reason uh, Kishadora's like die naturally is because the metal in their skin slowly infects their inner organs and they start turning to metal all the way through. Holy shit. Like like Which is, yeah. like Iron Man. Yeah, basically. I don't remember that bit happening in Iron yeah, Man. Three or two, Iron Man two. Like the veins. He doesn't turn metal. <laughs> okay, it's like... Rusted, uh, would that mean a rusted Kushala Diora is basically just an older Kushala? Like, um, yeah, they sense. shed their skins when it rusts, so it rusts and they shed it, so you just caught it. Between skins, because um, on the the mountain in Monster Hunter Four and Generations, mm-hmm. there's that frozen Kashadiora. Yeah. Apparently, that's a shed skin. Ah, 
The one you get the Kezu belt from at the top of the mountain. Fucking snaky yeah. bastard. Well, but that's such a cool detail, climbing up that mountain and seeing that frozen. Yeah, awesome. I prefer to think of it that it is actually a dragon that's frozen, rather than a shed skin, but oh well. I suppose if you didn't know what the monster was, and you see this massive, what you think is a corp, and it's just or a shed skin, you're like, holy mm. shit, I have, I have to fight this thing one day, that is horrifying. Like in Harry Potter, when he sees the basilisk skin before he sees the basilisk. Uh, yes. So we talked about this briefly in the episode, which we've recorded, but our listeners have not heard yet. Uh, episode 50. But oh, the spoilers. tower region uh, is built out of Kushala Diora parts. Ah, yeah. We touched upon that, didn't we? And yeah. the reason people think that is apparently if you mine the tower, you get um, Kushala scales. Yeah. Do you? Oh. Yes. Yeah, but so, yeah, the... I mean, it sort of makes sense if that's like... Pretty sure there's like a... A gathering spot as well that gives you like elder dragon bones or something like that as well. Yeah. No wonder they're so fucking. Which is a pretty cool off. detail that like yeah, the ancient humans built a tower out of metal dragons. That's a very cool idea. That's been. Let's do, <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. And he's been playing that building game too much. <laughs> so I'm currently going up a tower with lots of infinite heroes. It's good stuff. But back to Monster Hunter. <laughs> so he's got he's into he's he's obviously he's, he's like basically one of the big monsters into right like he's he was the um, the box monster monster too. Oh, he's, the, he's basically the flagship. a big flagship. Oh, flagship. Oh, cool. And then he's a Just... fairly prominent part of Four U. Yeah, the later game, like the high rank. Which I don't think many other monsters have the privilege of like featuring so prominently in multiple games, do they? Yeah, it's pretty cool that he's like, a big storyline monster in a later game. Yeah. But then I suppose, like, 1 and 2 didn't really have that much plot. So maybe they just thought he's a cool design mm-hmm. and he deserves, like, being in a game that has a story. Yeah. Well, like, it makes sense because, like you said, he's one of the older Elder Dragons in Dundorma, and for you, is one of the oldest, like, towns mm. in the Monster Hunter like, universe that we, that we know of. So, like, they're combining both of those together to kind of have like a face-off like situation where you're trying to push it back and save the city. I just also, th- I think it is a nice touch cool. to have the plot actually involve an existing monster rather than constantly yeah. creating a new one for it. Yeah, I agree. I like that. I mean, even though they're, they're meant to be like these forces of nature, I get the impression there are more than one Kushala or one Elder Dragon at one time. Yeah. Um, so you get the idea there's still going to be some Kushalas rumping about and they need to be stopped. So why not have mm-hmm. a rumble again? Good idea.
So another thing I really like about the Cachada de Aura is the music. Yeah, Jazz spoke about it during the hunt, didn't he? It's a weirdly like melodic theme for a Monster Hunter monster. Very James Bond. Yes. Because um, I remember I, the first time I noticed that, I went and listened to loads of James Bond themes, trying to work out which one it reminds me of. I've said that. I've, I've, I've not heard it because I barely had music up when we're doing the hunts, unfortunately. <laughs> and uh, I also don't... I thought you were going to say you don't have the music up when you watch James Bond. Andy's like outraged, that's the best part. Come on, Andy, sing some James Bond. No, I can't do that, man. Can't do that. Don't know any James Bond themes. Skyfall, huh? I know the word Skyfall. <laughs> I wouldn't know the rest of it. Great. Um, I've lost my train of thought now. The man with the golden touch A Midas touch as Mr. Goldfinger. <laughs> Don't even recognise that one. Fucking hell, Andy. Goldfinger, mate. I've only seen uh, Casino Royale. Get, get on your Bond films. I don't really have the music turned up when I'm fighting the Kishala, to be honest, because I know uh, during the hunts and when uh, I'm playing the game, I don't really fight, like fighting the Kishala. So that's why I've not heard the music. Not often. At all. Yeah, that's fair. I wouldn't, like... I'm never going to wake up and think, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to go and fight a Kushala Deora for shits and gigs. You're going to fight like 90 of them to get your armour. <laughs> and my tower. And <laughs> your tower. No, that's Andy that's doing that. He's up for that. <laughs> um, its name sounds quite interesting. Did you find out what it yes. means? So Kushala Deora is just the Japanese name. It's just been like Romanized and split in half. That's yes, fair. Um, so Kushala is uh, like a djinn, a genie sort of mythological creature. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weird thing is, it's apparently one that possesses people. All right. Which is not something that Kushala Deora does. Are genies normally that... like influenced by, or at least like jinns? Are they normally like paired with wind? Am I making that? But yeah, it could up? just be that, and also, and um, there's like a djinn for each element, I think. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking like fire for a djinn. But... I suspect. But what's happened is that I've read a very, very simplified two-sentence explanation of what Kushala does. Right. And it might actually be a little bit more relevant. Um, I'm not as sure on Deor, but it is a word which means, um, like, hard and firm and costly. Um, so, I mean, sort of made sense. Costly? Yeah. It's a weird... Costly, like, the metal, word. like, expensive. No, it's more like... Like personally costly, it's doing something difficult mm. and challenging, right. and like a rough. Maybe it's like life. maybe it's like a play on words then. I don't know. Hmm. But it also might just be they wanted to sound to go at the end of Kushala. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Makes me think of uh, just because it ends in aura of the owl Kapora Gabora from Zelda. Oh yeah. It's also a bad. Remember to press B. <laughs> Um, we touched on the rusted Kishala. I don't think I've actually fought one. No, I haven't got to the end of um, Four Ultimate yet, and he's not in Generations. Is he much different, lads? Nah, just bigger, harder. Faster, stronger. Mm, much difference, to be honest. More than ever. I, yeah, from what I could gather, he didn't seem much different. Our work is never over. Um, there's another version, like, off. The Kishala, it's, it's, it's in Frontier, unsurprisingly. Frontier G5. Right. It's called the Guraba Daura. 
it, it looks ridiculous. Is it, it looks like a bit weird? once you like you get a Digimon and it goes up past like it like it digivolves like four or five times, it starts looking more and more ridiculous. That's what we're at with this. Oh, one. it looks like a fourth or fifth generation Pokemon. Yeah, or that one too. Yeah, pretty much. It does look like a legendary from one of those games. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, it's like gold with like blue horns, like icy horns and stuff. It just looks mental. It looks dumb. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't even bother to look at the Frontier Monsters, to be honest. I just like look at them because occasionally you do get something interesting, like um, like uh, what was it, Christmas? Uh... No, that was that was the phone game as well. The interesting ones were all in. Oh, in Explore. Um, Explore. Oh, there we yeah. go. What was it, what was it Christmas um, Volvodon? It was Volvodon. Yeah. <laughs> Santa's going oh, away. Good yeah. thing looks. Really, I like, I like that. Just loves. Don't actually look that much. It's like a bit the... over the top, obviously, for the frontier, but. Jas loves fourth and fifth gen Pokemon. Big, big Reshiram fan. <laughs> it's like the crystallized like horns, like on his wings and him, like head. Very cool. Jas has just ordered himself so... frontier. <laughs> nah, no chance. Nah. Give us a pile of shit, man. They're not going to give us that. Where they can give us great monsters like Lavasioth instead. <laughs> hope you enjoyed that episode on the Kashala. Uh, next week, we're in the Akantar. I don't know anything about this monster. I fight for it once. But... He might put your defence down! <laughs> Does he? Well, we'll have to find out yeah, next yeah, week, won't we, guys? That's what <laughs> Save it for the cast! Save it for the cast! And... But if you've enjoyed this nonsense, <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at MonsterMashPod. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, all the things you use to listen to podcasts. Give us a like and a subscribe. Tell all your friends. Give us a five-star rating and a review. Uh, and uh, please do tweet at AndyMan949 uh, you can... a request for him to sing you a song, because apparently he will just do it on request. Yeah. I was also going to suggest... Yeah, uh, James Bond, like, themes. Suggest asking... Yeah, the, uh... let's, let's specify not that. Maybe Diamonds Are Forever, if that's a yes. Bond theme, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I can do that one. You can also send them, after you've sent your James Bond theme request, a short video of you exerting your wind pressure. <laughs> I'm so glad we don't have any listeners. <laughs> Excellent. And, of course, as always, thank you for listening. See ya. <laughs> it's even more sad. That's just me trying not to be loud. <laughs> Oh, hello. I'm giving time to me a mistake. Wait, we don't say our names in this bit, you twat. Yeah, whatever. It also doesn't matter that much in this bit. I'm Andrew Rose. <laughs> I'm James. Jim Oils. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, I'm James the Jester Stewart. I can't do it, Captain. I don't have the life power. Join right like a diamond. When did Jazz become Dutch? <laughs> Is he not? It's been throwing me off for all these years. That's why I always make jokes about him being flat pack furniture. What? <laughs> Do you actually make jokes about him being flat pack furniture? I not even touch. I didn't even think of that. 
Yeah. What's annoying is I could have made a weed joke because we're fighting the cuss. I was going to say, I set you up for it. <laughs> is there anything famous that's Dutch? Um, and Holland. Frank. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, I'm not. In Amsterdam. Um, canals. No, but like, I don't know, like, I'm all meant like chains of stuff, but you know. Do you know what I nearly just fucking said as a famous thing that's Dutch? <laughs> Do I want to know? The Swedish chef! <laughs> 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 like, I don't understand why you were about to say that. <laughs> the words were almost out of my mouth, and I'm like, no, I'm literally saying a different just, nationality. It's uh, just the snowy area, like, playing tricks, like, in your mind. Yeah, that's Swedish. It's that quarter of a beer that I've drank. <laughs> it's bad as Chris Byrne. I fucking love this oh, music. The bastard of a fucking monster. I was about to say his music's probably composed by that cunt too, but that's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a bit much, mate. <laughs> Just. Lashing out. <laughs> like, I don't like this monster, right? I hate the wind mechanic. It's throwing all that shade on the wiki that's changed you, man. <laughs> Dark. It's just throwing shade here, oh, there, it, everywhere. Oh, it was mate. Oh, we have Here's to the test. This castle walls work. Get out of the sky, the you windy cunt. Do, do. I mean, that's the whole point of the mountain, is it doesn't get in the sky. Ah, oh, bitch ass cunt. You're really going for bitch ass cunts today. Surprised. Because they're really being bitch ass cunts. Or are you? Well. Therein lies the real question. Fight bitch ass cunts long enough and you become a bitch ass cunt yourself. <laughs> That's what Nietzsche once said. That well known Swedish philosophy. <laughs> <laughs>